call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Last time I was on the air and watching a building in Manhattan on fire, I was sitting across from a gray-bearded man with a ball cap on as well. <laughs> that was in 2001. Today, I'm sitting here looking at a building on fire in Midtown Manhattan, 41st Street on the west side, right, and right. I'm sitting here with a gray-bearded man with a cap on. Life is circular, It man. really is. Um, wow. So what has happened up here is apparently, yeah. and I'm very familiar with this area because I have stayed right there, 41st Street on the west side, they have a, had a crane. And, and by the way, for people who don't go to New York, I don't blame you at all. That's not the place to go right now. <laughs> no. Uh, but um, it is perennially covered. Uh, the whole, All of New York is perennially covered with these scaffolds everywhere because they're constantly doing work. And so sure. you're having to dodge these scaffoldings and walk underneath these scaffoldings. And they have cranes, obviously, way up in the air doing work on all these buildings all over New York all the time. This is not anything new. Right. Um, so what has happened as of right now, a crane has collapsed in New York. And the platform apparently has fallen all the way down and through those scaffolds and hit a concrete truck. And the driver was not in the concrete truck. So no report so far of any injuries or death or anything. But the platform that remains in the air with the arm of the crane is on fire, and it's up against a building right now. Yeah. Way, I can't tell how, how high That's that is. That's a tall but, building, and it yeah. looks like a crane is just kind of hanging there. And they said so there's no danger of it falling, at least as far as they can tell. The, the fire itself is right there on the platform. They're, they're trying to put it out at that elevation from a, a, an, a, an adjacent building. They're shooting across the sky into this thing. And uh, it looks like it's not quite reaching, so I, I, I don't know what they're going to do, man. Well, eventually it burns itself out, yeah. but the, what, the, the major concern at that point is going to be the people underneath, and I'm sure they already have the streets blocked off oh, yeah. where that uh, crane could uh, could potentially fall. <clears throat> uh, but as of right now, it's it's in the air. It's up against one of these very tall buildings. We have no idea what building it is. On, on the west side, where West Side Highway is, it's 41st Street. On the Midtown side, it's 10th Street. So, uh, you know, it, it's obviously Midtown uh, on, on that side of things and then higher up on the, on the west side. But it is definitely on fire. There's no doubt about that. They don't know a cause. No. Don't have any idea no. what caused it uh, to collapse or catch on fire. Uh, and we'll continue to watch that situation. So. Yeah, the cranes are fascinating to me because when I was in the hospital, they were building a new children's hospital right at you know right there down in, in medical in the medical center and you watch these cranes pick up and, and from a distance they look like little dainty things that pick up these sticks from the ground and then you realize how massive these things are they're cranes that construct buildings mm -hmm. skyscrapers sure and they lift these these massive iron girders just gently up into the air and you consider one of those either falling over which they've had in new york a, a few times or like this, you know, where they're worried about it <laughs> falling to the ground. That's not a little piece no, of equipment, man. It's they're huge. huge. Yeah, and if it came down and people were underneath it, obviously there would be death and destruction. It's just odd to me sitting here looking at buildings burning or a building that has <laughs> fire on it in New York. You know what I mean? Well, There's only one thing you think of when right. you see that. Your mind immediately goes back to 2001. It, we're just forever marked, you know, yeah. our generation with that day. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and this is nothing like that. No, no. Nothing like that. We're not seeing anything yeah. like that. But your mind does immediately kind of jump to that conclusion, <laughs> you know.
I, it just immediately goes goes it, in that it, direction. It, it's like when Joe Biden speaks, you immediately jump to the conclusion that he, that he's lying. It's the same thing. With well, that. <laughs> that he's lying and committing a crime oh, and, yeah, and getting yeah. paid for it, which is a perfect segue into <laughs> this is Hunter's Day. Oh, this yeah. is Hunter's Day. Yes. So Hunter gets to go to court today and get all these charges dismissed because of this plea deal. Some 400 and some odd crimes. I believe the number last was 469. We'll just go with that because that's one of his favorite numbers, by the way. Yeah, he's got to pay for it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, uh, the rest of them are going to be all dismissed and done away with. He'll only have to uh, make a plea arrangement on a couple of them. And uh, pretty interesting things were happening here in the, in the last uh, 24 hours. So uh, we all know because of whistleblowers and everything else, right. Joe had an insider who was working for the prosecutor who was prosecuting Hunter Biden. The insider worked for Joe when he was a center. <laughs> He's worked, worked for him pretty much almost every chapter of his career. Yes, yeah. worked for Joe when he was a vice president, yeah. worked for Bo Biden when Bo was the AG, right. worked for Biden-Harris, and now he was the one that worked on this plea agreement that got this sweetheart of a deal for Hunter Biden and Hunter's Day. Yesterday afternoon got pretty interesting because – the Republicans filed a friend-of-the-court brief to introduce the evidence from the whistleblowers that we all right. saw happen last week, the two whistleblowers from the IRS, right. who said they were told not to pursue this, they were told not to pursue Joe, they were told specifically to slow walk this so the statute of limitations would run out. We know all of that is yeah. all fact. It all happened. Merrick Garland, the Department of Justice, slow walked it. It was run through these guys that said, man, we've never seen anything like this happen at the, at the IRS before. No one in the history of the IRS since we've been there for 18 years has received special treatment like Hunter Biden has received so on. Yeah. So the Republicans file an amicus brief with the court to introduce that testimony into evidence yesterday afternoon. Right. One of Hunter's attorneys then calls the clerk directly <laughs> and says to the court clerk hey this is the this is the republicans calling back we've changed our minds and we want you to remove that whistleblower testimony from tomorrow's hearing and proceedings wow man no privilege going on there man no 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 two tiers of justice going on there he, that little booger, nothing's going to happen to him. He, Biden's got him, uh, got a Secret Service guy not, right now tying his tie for him, saying it's going to be okay, Tiger. No worries. You're just going to walk free. Ain't nothing ever going to happen to Hunter Biden. And you know what? Everybody knows it. And that's what's so nauseating about the whole thing. They're not. They're, they're, two things. Donald Trump, they're not going to let him be president again. And nothing is ever going to happen to the Bidens for all this stuff. Because you know why? Why? There's nobody serious doing anything. I mean, apart from these hearings and Comer and Jim Jordan, you know, Chip Roy and guys like that, Luna, you know, they're all serious people, but there's just not enough of them. The rest of them don't want anything to do with this. Mitt, you think Mitt Romney's going to take, uh, you know, uh, oh, no. uh, the, the, the vanguard of, uh, no. of taking the, down the corruption in the government? No. Absolutely not. Now, any of these guys. Now, let's let's talk about that for a second. There's a couple things where Joe is concerned that might be interesting. First of all, Joe's on the take on everything as far as I'm concerned. Okay? He's so completely even, compromised. Even the, even the uh, border being wide open, uh, yeah. it, it's my belief that somewhere along the way, Joe's making money off the border being wide open. He's making money off Ukraine as far as I'm concerned. He's making money off collapsing our energy sector. China's probably paying him for that because 
because they're the biggest benefactors. That wherever Joe is involved, he and Hunter and the rest of them are making money. They're also part of the. Uh, it's not even the swamp anymore. I call it the sewer. And uh, with all this talk that McCarthy is now introducing about impeachment, 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 keep in mind, we wouldn't have the evidence we have now had the American people not put this group of Republicans in. Yeah. Because John Boehner didn't do anything. Paul Ryan didn't do anything. And you're right about Mitt Romney and all the rest of them. They wouldn't do anything either. If they impeach uh, Joe Biden, and that's a big if, but if they impeach him in the House, the Senate will not vote to remove him because the Senate is run by Democrats yeah. and then the Mitt Romneys and people like that in the world. Right. So they won't, you know. And that's probably a good thing because you don't want to, you don't want him getting a pardon. However, one of my callers brought up an interesting point. I, I happen to believe, and you tell me what you think. I think you you agree. They want to get rid of him. They don't want Joe to run. Well, he can. Next year, yeah. Right? At some point, they're going to have to get rid of him. Okay. <clears throat> Wouldn't that be an interesting way of getting rid of him? What's that? The, through this stuff let the impeachment go on through uh yeah think uh, about that for a minute there's, there's a caller jason who, who who mentioned that last half hour so the house impeaches him right you have to have the senate remove him by voting right. to remove him if the democrats want him to go away without actually making him go away right <laughs> right huh <laughs> you let the you let it proceed over to the senate and you tell schumer and Coons right. and the rest of them that are leading the Democrats in the Senate, you let this thing go through and let them remove him from office. I mean, I, I, it's a, it, it'd be a good plan on their end if you want to get rid of him uh, in, a, in, a good, in a way that's legal or you could argue it's legal. And then you can also make a big show of your disgust, uh, you know, your moral outrage. Correct. But unfortunately with that, this is my first reaction a lot of other dirty laundry comes out about what they've been allowing and participating in themselves. So I, I don't know if they, because these people always weigh the political fallout, right? So, yeah, we impeach and we get them off the stage, but then we also sort of impeach ourselves along with it. So, because if you impeach him, you then also have to acknowledge that the FBI is compromised, the DOJ is compromised, the IRS is compromised, the FBI is compromised. And they like the all those agencies doing exactly what they're doing. So I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, it would certainly, you know, accomplish the goal. Yep. But again, you you drag a whole lot of other people with you along that journey. So just, I don't know. It just depends on how much how much of what they want to set fire to, right? And it might be deeper than that. I don't know. We'll, right. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. I, I think it's more of a phone call that Joe, you're not going to do this, and we're going to move on without you. And Gavin Newsom is going to come in, and he's going to be the nominee. So just go to hell. Right. You know that. Kind I of still thing. think it's going to be Kamala. As Could dumb be. as that sounds, I still think it's well, going to be her. I, I don't think that they they have enough faith that they can run her and win. That, I don't I don't believe they they have the faith that the, that Unless. she's going to be able to win. Unless well, they're going to rig they it. They cheat. Of course they're going to. Of course they're going <laughs> they shouldn't to. have won the last one. But. You know, you got that good-looking boy with a nice hairdo and all that kind of stuff, and he'll do whatever to be in that position. Oh, certainly he's he will. Joe on steroids. Oh, he's right? Play-Doh. He's yeah. Play-Doh. I whatever, mean, they can do whatever they want whatever with him. They, yeah. Whatever Obama wants him to do, he's going to do. Anyway, that's another discussion for another time. I'm just, you know, looking at, at the all, all the corruption that is that is swirling around these people that is being exposed, and it's all because we have these guys in the Republican oh, yeah. Party that are in power right now uncovering the stuff. Because any other crop of Republicans or anybody else, you would have never known about that. No, nobody knew about this stuff. Well, nobody. you're not hearing from those Republicans now, <laughs> you know, right. who, who are on basically swamp critters. Right. You know, they're not 
They're not making any grand statements about what's going on with Hunter Biden. It's just that small group of people. Right. So, I don't know, man. This is a really hard season to predict. Well, <laughs> all the way around. But today, Hunter will get his skate. The oh, judge will yes. approve it. He'll be, you know, scot-free and living his life uh, committing more crime. Don't worry, Tiger. It's going to be okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Not a joke. Not yeah. a joke, Tiger. Hey, this is you're going to be your daddy's little boy. You're going to be you. fine. Got you covered. Well, we uh, the Bronny James thing broke right before I got off the air. Uh, son of LeBron, LeBron James, who was a college basketball guy, right? Mm-hmm. And they're he's thinking they're going to move him up at some point. And perfectly healthy guy has uh, a cardiac arrest event. Uh, he's okay now, apparently. Uh, he's still in the hospital, but he's not in, in the cardiac care unit anymore. But Elon Musk sort of voiced what I think a lot of us, our initial thought was, and we talked about it yesterday. Elon uh, tweets or X's or whatever the hell it's called now. We cannot ascribe everything to the vaccine, but by the same token, we cannot ascribe nothing. Myocarditis is a known side effect. The only question is whether it is rare or common. Now, we don't know what happened to, to Bronny James, but you especially, we've been talking about this for a while, uh, about these young, healthy people, a lot of them athletes who just kind of fall over with blood clots or Mario, uh, myocarditis. And he's referring to uh, several reports or research papers that were published uh, during COVID, not only about a lot of all these other therapeutics that I think you talked about earlier, uh, but also that you're seeing a rise in this phenomenon with these blood clots since the vaccine from with people who have taken the vax. So you're not crazy is what is his point is. I'm not crazy by raising the question, but there is a question to be raised as to why this keeps happening. So we were, you know, sold uh, a, a bag of crap during COVID. <laughs> yes, because what happened was. And RFK Jr. talked about this with Hannity last night. I encourage you to look it up and watch it, folks. I played a lot of it earlier this morning. But RFK Jr., and uh, I I firmly believe it too, the Big Pharma, and they're largely responsible for Tucker being fired, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Big Pharma owns the political circus in D.C. They do. And so when it came time, they had two major companies, Moderna and Pfizer, that they wanted to run this vax through. And if you questioned that at all, you were canceled. You were kicked off of Twitter. You were kicked oh, off yeah. of Facebook. You were canceled. And RFK Jr. said last night, he said, instead of using the Internet for good during this time, in other words, you got 50 million people, that you could have had a town square with all these great doctors who were trying all right. kinds of different things, like hydroxychloroquine, like ivermectin, and all these other things that were getting amazing results, instead of putting them together in a town hall and saying, you guys in Dubai, what's working for you? You guys in Australia, what's working? You guys in Oklahoma, what? And bringing all that together, if you did not buy off on the shots from Moderna and Pfizer, you were done away with. You were you were disappeared and canceled. Well, you're injecting bleach or right. you're doing horse medicine and all that crap, and they completely, yeah, completely, completely shut down that message that there are yeah. other options. Right. And also shut down the message like that the masks didn't work. There were studies that came out by various researchers who said that they're not working. This isn't the way you solve this. And the the lockdowns and all that crap were absolutely very harmful to people. And it was all ignored and silenced. Right. And and this was talk. We were at that point. We were talking about people's lives, whether it's saving them or their ability to live them. Right. 
and it just didn't matter. Well, what we did was we ceded our own control over our own bodies to government. Yeah. We, we said, okay, just keep us alive, will you please? And we trusted the freaking government <laughs> to tell us what was best for us and saying, instead of saying, my body, if I wanted to use ivermectin, I will. Well, that's right? normally their slogan, right? That uh, keep your hands off of my body when it comes to stuff like abortion. We talked about that. We but all of a sudden, they want, their, they want yeah. the government's hands all over your body. We, we, you and I were on that for two years, pointing yeah. that out, right? Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I, listen, you, you want to say I'm wearing a tinfoil hat all the time? Anybody want to say that? Feel free, ladies and gentlemen. I, I have one, and in fact, I got my new tinfoil <laughs> motorcycle helmet. It's a reinforced tinfoil hat. That's motorcycle hat. helmet. That's right. Right. Uh, I believe that that's what's going on. I believe the chickens done come home to roost, and you know, I think a lot of people. It depends on your, you know, the it depends on your chemistry, right? Depends on sure. your, your your biology and all that. Whether you're susceptible to these things, but too much of it is happening right now. Just a couple of years after all, all of us taking a shot, I took the shot. So I don't know if I'm a ticking time bomb or not, but I believe that's what's happening here with this, is that uh, this stuff has done messed up your, your your blood somehow, and you're getting blood clots. Well, it's done something. It's the only thing that's different. <laughs> right. From the time this stuff started happening, the only factor that wasn't there before was the vaccine. You know, and you're right, everybody is metabolically different. I mean, Don got it and was really very, very sick. Real bad. Uh, I got it and didn't have any symptoms at all. Yep. Uh so why would the vax be any different in that regard in that it's going to affect everybody differently so maybe if you have a certain chemical makeup and we all have a different chemistry slightly different that this vax isn't going to cause blood clots here's what's strange about it it's the young and healthy that are getting yeah. hit. the young and healthy the athletes the Bronny james the the uh, McGinty from uh, the, the, the Cleveland Browns the other day, the young gospel singer who's got it now, right. she's in the hospital, all these things. It's the young and healthy that are getting this by and large. You would think they'd be the elderly and frail, but it's not. Well, that's what we were told, remember? The elderly and the frail are the most susceptible. They're the ones who are going to have the most problems. Uh, with my mom at that time, they argued against the vax because she was so old. They were worried about the effects and what it was going to have on her. So... When young people who are healthy start falling over, yeah, somebody ought to be asking some questions. Yeah. And uh, those questions get chopped down. Anything that's happening with policy from Biden, he's making a cut. As far as I'm concerned, he's making money on it somewhere. And, uh, and that's how I feel about the border situation, that somewhere along the line, because he opened these borders, right? And it became, I got a new report here that talks about how easy it is now for the cartels, the coyotes, and all these human smugglers right. to make all this money. Uh, that he made it so much easier. It, this is so lucrative, says the report. We are now seeing the drug cartels increasingly becoming a key player and not just collecting taxes for people who transit through the country, which is what we saw historically, but actually moving people and becoming deeply involved in human smuggling, not just in Mexico, but throughout the region. So... Um, my, my feeling is on all that and the way I, I view everything now, I view it through the prism of Joe Biden's making money somewhere along the way. Uh, and this is the worst tragedy that we have been dealing with and I, pr probably decades here in the United States is the fact that all these people are being trafficked. you got another five people found in a home in San Antonio, south side of San Antonio. Sheriff's deputies bust this car, had cocaine in it. They went back to the house. Right. There were five illegal immigrants there in the house. So um, 
we we had the people in the 18 wheeler uh, last week that mm, were loaded yeah, down yeah. And, and tried to run and all that stuff and it is human <clears throat> trafficking tim ballard said thousands of unaccompanied children are disappearing into the u.s interior that they are lying about it they're changing they st- their story they want to pretend it's not happening talking about the left talking about the Biden administration talking about my orcas who is going to be interviewed today in front of congress he's another one of those interviews that's going to be going mm, on there's a lot of yeah. hearings because it's going to be going on today and uh, Ballard is saying you've got some 85,000 children who have been disappeared into the interior of the United States. And this uh, human tragedy, whatever you want to call it, is continuing. And not only continuing, it's getting worse by the day. Well, yeah. And, I, I mean, my thoughts are, if, you know, as far as the border, it, it, yeah, a lot of people are making money. Biden's probably making money. I, I, I don't think with the Biden clan – you can really separate politics from money. No. In that politically, the reason they opened up the borders because they want to flood the red states with people they think they're going to, at some point, will vote Democrat. And uh, this is how they, uh, how they tip the scales on any given election in any given state. Because they're shipping them where? They're shipping them to these places where they feel that they have a weakness competitively, competitively or, or politically. So I, I think that's a huge motivator for the border being open. And making money on the side is uh, is just kind of frosting on the cake. Yeah. When you think it's a 8 to $13 billion a year industry for the cartels, right? Yeah. There's no way the old man's not getting his cut. You right, know? but you see my no, political no, I totally motivation. Get you. No, yeah, I totally get it. Huge. I totally agree. Yeah. When when we saw them going to Florida as uh, yeah know, as, as a as a uh, well here in Texas or whatever you pick out the the blue states they've been sending or the red states they've been sending them to it's clear why they're doing it right right uh, and, and their motivations when it comes to uh, political stuff all the time goes back to how can they steal another vote <laughs> uh, like he's putting this he's going to do this national monument to Emmett Till right. fine right. but the reason he's doing it is to carry on the legacy of LBJ. I'll have those N-words voting for Democrats forever. Well, I don't I don't know if I'd roll the dice on that one as much no. these days. Because i tell you what, a lot of Hispanics are pissed off about the border. Right. Uh, a lot of black people are pissed off the Democrats in general. You got that right. Because they also remember what their lives were like during the Trump years. Yep. When somebody is actually working for their community. Uh, so, I, you know... Politics Plus, and money, money and politics. I think at, at this point they're they're indiscernible from each other. Well, sure. Plus, it's real. I mean, it, it's saying that black people are really shallow; that they can oh, be yeah. bought by you know right. a, a thing, a, a monument to Emmett uh, Till is going to buy their votes. That's real shallow. Black people are not shallow. They're not going to sit there and go, "Oh, thank you. Okay, I'm going to vote for you now that you get this yeah. thing done." Well, right? and it's their neighborhoods that are being overrun with right. crime. That's you know? correct. So they're 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 going woke, but not in the way that, you, that they're thinking they're going woke. Right. You know? Well, they're getting woke up by, like, in New York. You know, they got all the uh, the ones that we have sent to New York. Yeah. You know, and crime is soaring up in New York. Black people don't like that either. No. They don't, and, they're and, not enjoying the way well, things are going. Look, black people are still pissed off about, in New York, about all the uh, COVID stuff. Right. Where you had a lot of folks who just couldn't get to work if they had a job because they were uh, of all the COVID crap. And they, they saw through that. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, but you're right. The, the money river must flow. You know, there, there's, there's a great line from the Frank Herbert Dune novels where they're, 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 at that time, the currency was a thing called spice. 
and they would say they would always say the spice must flow in D.C. and in, in this country. The money must flow. The river must continue to flow, and they'll do anything to keep that river flowing because they're all drinking from it. Well, and you're going to hear me say that concerning Biden because I I believe all this stuff. I believe that he's on the take. I believe oh, yeah. that Barisma. Uh, sent him $10 million. I believe that China has sent him millions and millions and millions of dollars, and every decision that he makes is to enrich him and his family. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't well, care no. about your wife. He doesn't care about me or my wife. He doesn't care about wife. his own damn granddaughter. You know, you know what he cares <laughs> about is how much money can he make while he's in office. That's how he's been for 50 years, and he can't change the dude. So today, that's what he's doing. He's selling policy as president of the United States and making money off of it, in my opinion, whether it's the border, whether it's collapsing our energy economy and sending all those jobs sure. and money to China, whatever it is, he's getting a cut off of it. Well, if you follow the mafia metaphor, uh, what happens to anyone who accepts favors and money from the? And let's let's say that China is actually you know the don. China is the mob boss. China is the crime family, and you've been taking favors and money and doing stuff for those guys for a long time. What happens uh, with your relationship with the mafia? The mafia owns your ass. Right. And China owns his ass. And when we say his, them, whoever that network of folks are, they're they're owned. They're completely owned. And that's why this stuff is happening. I fully believe that Ukraine and Zelensky own him because they know about the bribe. They know the details about the bribe in Ukraine. They know that the Bidens have been pulling money out of Ukraine for many, many decades. And they are using that to empty out all of our stuff, all of our armaments and our cash. Well, the one thing that every and this is why I, I'm not I'm shocked, well maybe not that more Democrats aren't aren't upset about this themselves, but one thing you should be able to conclude from all the stuff we've learned is that this is a compromised government and, sure. a, and a compromised administration. That's right. That's How right. do you argue against that? Yeah. What is it? The 26th of July? Hunter Biden court date. It's Hunter Biden goes scot-free day. That's what it is. It's white privilege day That's uh, right. in America, uh, so enjoy it. It's also world tofu day. Yuck. You a tofu eater at Absolutely all? Absolutely not. I don't do any tofu either, uh, now that I can think of. Uh, I had some stir fry yesterday, but I don't yeah. think there's any tofu Let me ask you a question. There. Does tofu walk? Does tofu walk? Uh-huh. Only if you're tripping on LSD. Does it move? No, it does not move. Does it cluck? No, it does not cluck. Then no, I ain't going to eat it. See how you are. <laughs> You're such a carnivore, Trey. You're going to offend Don Morgan, I'm man. Sorry. He's a vegetarian, man. <laughs> Talking all his meat eating. Mm. It's Aunts and Uncles Day. Okay. Or Aunts and Uncles Day, depending on your level of education. Mm-hmm. Uh, National All or Nothing Day. So go all in or go home, Pretty baby. much me. That's my go life. Go home or go or, or go lar- <laughs> Go big or go home, man. That's me. I don't know exactly what we're supposed to do with this one. National Moth Week. So let's celebrate moths uh, okay. and uh, give a moth a big old hug. All right. Uh, beyond that, I can we can we just for a second settle the tattoo thing on the air? Sure. Can we talk about? We the don't have an thing? argument. We don't have an argument. No, but you you mentioned something to me. What's that? And I had a reaction. Because Trey wants to get you're going to get some tattoos. I at think some I point. am. I'm I'm getting closer to that decision. I, I every need day. A, I need one more hand tattoo. Okay. And so I've always said we'll go together. We'll find a place that's cool, and you will go and have a tattoo day. All right. Like the chicks have a spa day. Trey and I are going to have a tattoo day. Sure. But you had mentioned something during the break that mm-hmm. they have a new lotion now. 
Yeah, several different kinds. That you can put on the skin before the tattoo that numbs the pain. That's correct. That is right. Yeah. It's specifically made for that. You can go. To numb the pain of uh-huh. getting a tattoo. That is absolutely right. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a communist plot. That's no. un-American. No, that's what I'm going to do. You got you to you gotta feel the pain, no. baby. you crazy. You can't get a tattoo without the hurt, man. I am man. not a sadomasochist, It's man. not about being a sadomasochist. Yes, it is. It's about the experience of getting a tattoo. It's uh, got to hurt. You're being no. scarred Why? for life, no. man. It's a rite of passage uh, I don't now. want no numbing. It. I'm Sorry. Like, I'm like Mel Gibson. When I go to the tattoo parlor, I'm like Mel Gibson in, in Braveheart, right? I'm like, no. I don't want I don't uh, want the numbing stuff, man. Let me tell you two boys something. I don't want to talk smack. I want to feel the pain. Let me tell you two boys something, all right? <laughs> I I played a lot of athletics when I was young. All right, you're gonna play the football card. I I, I had I have a bank of pain that you guys have never seen. This will make you fe- forget it. No, you guys have never seen or felt the bank of pain. I, I got enough pain stored up in my body. It's gonna last me 18 lifetimes. All right, Soft. when you guys were living the cush life. When y'all were running around chasing girls, I played when sports. My when y'all whole were life. doing all, uh, that, and that, I got that, my that, ass kicked a couple of times. When you, when, <laughs> when y'all were doing all that, I was busting my neck, my nose, my right. knees, my hands, my back, my ankles, my arms, my my wrists. I was busting my shoulders, my shoulder blade, my face, my face and forehead and nose got broke all at one time. I was doing all that. I got all the pain I need. It I'm ain't good got on the pain to, no. So you got a little scratch. You, on your skin. You guys go feel all no. that you want to. I'm living with enough pain. I don't need to add to. No. You know what I mean? Science. No, you're no, you're you're just wrong in this instance, right? You just well, you gotta get you gotta feel the pain. I, listen, Man, we can I always just slap to this wrong. tattoo. After That's... the tattoo, you slap it and it hurts when it's fresh. In. I love the pain of getting a tattoo. <laughs> I live for the pain of getting a tattoo. You're being scarred just, for life, I'm man. I'm just saying, I've been scarred for life and everything else. I've got I, stuff not on with my a tattoo body that just haven't. barely can move. There are I've had things put in my body you couldn't imagine, and See? that hurt like hell. <laughs> I'd still want a tattoo to hurt. <laughs> I've had That's things okay. done to me that you, I wouldn't wish on Caligula. I, I'm just I am saying. not telling you that you have to use the lotion. <laughs> That deadens the skin. I'm not. I would. I would not. Look. Here's my deal. You do you. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But it is funny. <laughs> you, you do you. Yes. And if you want the pain, I want the pain of the tattoo. And, and if you it, re- it, if yeah. you really want, I can. We can do more pain than you can imagine. No, it. no. I've I mean, had enough of the, the I, other I can, guy. No, that's fine. I, I just, can hook you up here on no. the wall, and we can really get down to some pain if you want. No, I've already. I've already. I can bring in. What do, electric, what do you, a torture expert? Yeah, I could bring what an electric, on the weekend? electric toe, uh, 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 leads, and no, zip, I'm, zip, zip. I'm, fu- I'm, I'm just saying. I carry a taser with it's me. It's part of the experience <laughs> to feel the pain. I, I got a taser with me. And if you're going to get them on your arm, you're going to get them on your arms, right? Of course well, I that's am. not going to hurt that No, bad. that's the softest place. The one yeah. that, I told you I have a stupid-looking purple daisy Shoot. on my shoulder blade. Uh-huh. That's an ex-girlfriend thing. Right. There's somebody out there in the world who has the exact same damn tattoo, and some other dude's got to look at it. <laughs> but that little tattoo on my shoulder blade hurt more than all of right. the other five. Here's my deal. Uh, mine are to honor my children. Right. And my wife. Yes. I, she's told me you cannot put my name on your body. Well, no, you're not supposed and, to. And she has always allowed me to do anything I want to do with my body. She's always been that way. Right. Cut your hair, don't cut your hair. Get fat, don't get fat. What? I don't care. It's your body. You do what you want. The only thing you can't do, the only rule she's ever made, the only thing you can't do to your body is put my name on it. That's it. Well, it's bad luck. You that's never do that's that. what yeah. she said. So I have a way of doing it without her name. 
Well, sure. Yeah, okay. You're and, talking to a guy with six tattoos and half of them are chick tattoos. Okay, all right. So you understand. <laughs> yes. You understand. More. That's why I said you should go with me because you understand I'm, more yes. than anybody else. Yes. My deal is I if if I'm going to do this, and I haven't made a 100% decision. I'm, right. I'm, I'm in the 80s right now, so I'm getting there. Uh, but if I do this, I want a great artist. I don't well, want that's some jack leg that's. <laughs> well, you got to do your research. <laughs> yeah, I want a great. I want to do your research. You know, I want the next like Rembrandt. That's what I want. I want a Rembrandt. I want a Da Vinci. Rembrandt painted the Sistine Chapel in, ex- in severe pain, lying on a scaffolding on his back. That's, and, and Just that's like you have to experience a no. little bit of pain. Nope. When they carved the Sistine really Chapel care. into your arm. I don't care if the tattoo artist is in pain. I don't want to be. <laughs> no, actually, you don't he, want the tattoo artist in any kind of discomfort he can, whatsoever. He can lay on his back on a scaffold if yeah, that's what no, makes he, him happy. No, we don't want him being in pain. I, I'm not even going to know he's doing it. Give me an epidural and I'll be an just An epidural! <laughs> I'll be just You're going to get an epidural for a tattoo. Oh, the that, shame. Tucker Carlson. Man, that boy is just awesome. Tucker, how's he doing? He's doing great. Um, he's got a new video on Twitter that he just did with Ice T. Can we listen to just a, with Ice, ice T? Cube, <laughs> not Ice T. Ice Cube. I'm ice sorry. Ice Cube. Oh. I, yeah, I, I get my ices mixed up. Yeah, me too. I, <laughs> I mean, you know, you got ISIS over in the desert killing people. Like, I don't make sure I keep that separated <laughs> from Ice Cube and Ice T, right? But he he did this thing where he got an Ice Cube's SUV and they drove around his old hood checking oh, it wow. out and they did talk about what we've been talking about the vax and all of that right can you roll a little bit of that you had a direct order to take it you were forced to take it yeah i'm not real good with direct orders but on a whole nother note <laughs> um, but it was a command i didn't i mean they told i'm sorry they told you i mean they couldn't have been clearer about yeah, it yeah it was pretty clear uh, <laughs> Uh, did you take it? Of course not. Yeah, no. It, it wasn't ready. You know, it was six month, you know, kind of rush job, and and I didn't feel safe. But they told you you were safe. I know what they said. <laughs> I know what they said, and I heard them. I heard them loud and clear. So that's wow. Ice Cube with Tucker, and it's on Tucker's page on on uh, whatever they're calling it now. It's still Twitter. <laughs> Twitter right? It's still got yeah, it's still got the blue bird and it's still got Twitter and Elon I would stick with that. There's been too much equity that's been put into it. It doesn't hurt it to, to call it Twitter forevermore. But anyway, I I, I I enjoyed it. It's it's lengthy. They rode around, they just right. talked. Uh Ice Cube's a pretty smart dude, man. Pretty smart Ice Cube's guy. done really well for himself. Yeah. Uh, and and considering the journey he's had, like a lot of those guys, yeah. you know, uh, uh, very impressive dude. Uh, one of one of those shiny shining moments of Gen X are these guys. Uh, that, yeah. That are the for the front end of rap and what it was truly meant to be. I think. You and know? he talked about rap music and talked about some of the music now, like the Jason Aldean type stuff. And he said mm-hmm. that's a lot of that's just rap. You know, it's, that's what the rap people have been talking about for quite well, yeah. some time. You know, and then rap got kind of co-opted by yeah. you know gangsters, corporate guys, right? And, you know, stuff like that. So anyway, he he really cool uh, interview with Tucker. He's still out there doing his thing. Education is destroying our youth. <laughs> It seems that way. Destroying <laughs> them. I heard you mention yesterday on the show about you know how kids can't read or write, right? And that's a fact. Well, and they don't have much curiosity curiosity about it either, which is also yeah, striking. I think exactly right. Well, a Gallup poll. It, it, not only are they 
not only they're not being taught how to read and write and to not have the curiosity and how they're not, you know, keeping up, uh, we're falling way behind the rest of the world, particularly Asian countries oh, yeah. in education. It's not even it's not even close. No. So the future of the country is really bleak if we are going to to accept this. If we're not going to try to turn this around. But another area where education is destroying our children is in pride in this country. They oh, yeah. do not yeah. instill pride. In fact, they do directly the opposite. They teach kids to hate the country, not not just to question. I think it's okay. To, I, you and I question everything about people all oh, day, sure. every well, day. Oh, you have to question yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is they actually teach kids that America sucks, and this is why America sucks and all that. So by the time they get out of school, they have no pride in the country. Gallup poll, <clears throat> only 29% of Democrats express extreme pride in being American compared to 60% of Republicans. Party identification remains the greatest demographic differentiator in expressions of national pride, and Republicans have been consistently more likely than Democrats and independents to express pride in America. The new, I'm reading from the Gallup summary. More than twice as many Republicans as Democrats say they are extremely proud, and only 18% of 18 to 34-year-olds, this is the future, you know, 18 to 34-year-olds, only 18% say they're proud of America. Yeah, I saw that last night. Did I'm you? like, wow, that's a really – and it's it's actually a little up from last year by one point. Right. But the general track, uh, if you look at the graphs, yeah. as you go from generation to generation, and especially the – it started to drop precipitously during COVID – uh, with that age group, 18 to 34, and uh, it's it's you can look at the graph and see it's just dropping off a cliff because you're right they're not they're well they're not taught the history of this country properly and they're not taught taught civics and you're right there is sort of an undertone of well we suck and we're racist and we're you know contributing right. climate change and you know capitalism is bad and and there's a lot of that messaging that goes through it. And so, yeah, it's not surprising that you have uh, a generation of folks who are coming up that right. that doesn't mean anything to them. It, it, the open disdain is more of a, I think, an aped, if you will, behavior. Like, well, you see your profs doing, your teachers doing it, so I hate America because I'm being cool. Well, that's true. But at the under, un, underneath that, there's really just not any desire or concern or or even you know curiosity about what this is all about and so they it's just cool to say america sucks well and let me make the distinction because uh i'm not very proud of what's happening in our country right now no, either. i'm not you no. know when you look at it and you look at what's happening in the streets you look at the crime in the streets mm. and all of those things i'm not very proud of of what these people are doing i'm not proud of that border being open we talk about those specific issues sure there's it's embarrassing a, there is a difference between that and and the response to these gallup questions that are asked oh yeah because specifically they're talking about the structure of our country, which we should be proud of. We're the freest nation that has ever been on this planet. We have brought prosperity to the entire planet. This world would be a very dark place without this country and the fact that we've been oh, around yeah. 240 years exporting prosperity all over the world, healing diseases, taking care of people. There's a lot of stuff in our history to be proud of. So while at this particular moment, 
these couple of years, there's, for four years, we were very proud, and we had a president that hugged the flag. Well, that was his overall message right. was, hey, we're America, we're great, let's be that again. And people right. were starving for that message right. after eight years of freaking Obama. Right. Who said, you know, I, the first time I was there, his wife, the first time, or whatever she is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you mention that about the me yesterday, dude. too. <laughs> oh, yeah, about the yeah, well, you know. Well, now, look, here's the thing about that. Joan Rivers is the one who started that. Joan <laughs> right. freaking Rivers started that. It's all over the Internet. Right. And she was outside of a place and going into this place one and was asked, what do you think? Because it was all over Newsweek. If you remember, Obama's the first gay president. <laughs> and he had the pride halo. This was a cover of Newsweek magazine, right, the first right. gay president. And Joan Rivers was asked, when do you think we're going to have the first gay president? And she said, we already have it. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's Barack. You know, every, everybody in the know knows that Barack is gay, that Michelle's a dude. <laughs> so it took off. It took on right, a, a, right. a life of its own on the Internet, but, and that Michelle is actually Michael. Right. Well, that wouldn't shock me. But point being, yeah. Go ahead. if you don't – if you, what gets me is you have a generation of people who have just swall- have been force-fed this stuff and right. conditioned to believe that America sucks inherently, systemically, yeah. is yeah. the word you keep hearing. Right. And yet the people who walk around hating this country are also the most pampered and cared for generation we've seen in this country. So on a daily basis, they reap the benefits of what this country is. And they have no idea that that's even going on. They have no clue. Yeah. That's about right. that idea. No, they have no idea what it took to bring that no. prosperity and freedom to fruition. And the people who sacrificed their lives, yeah. their very lives, they actually believe. One of the other tattoos I want to get is live free or die. Right. Yeah. That whole give me liberty or give me death, they actually believed it to the point where they died for that. Well, and yeah. kids today, they don't feel that. They don't Wait, feel that at all. If, if, the, if the future of this country, which it very, very well may end up being, were in the hands of this generation, and they're the generation that ha- that has to save the day. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't think they're up for it. They're not. I don't up think they even know there was an issue. They are not. And we're talking about the rule, not the exception. Sure. There are plenty of oh, kids yeah, out yeah. there who are the exception, yeah, right? Yeah. Plenty. Uh, typically, they go to Christian schools. A lot of them do. Typically, a lot of them enrolled in the military at a very young age, as soon as they can, those kind of things. Those aren't the ones we're talking about, right? We're talking no. about the bums, the, the ones who care nothing uh, about nothing more than playing video games and eating Cheetos and living with their parents the rest of their lives or whatever. Right? Well, it, it, it's, it's, it's an idea of self-reliance, uh, which is really kind of at the heart and soul of what America is. And you have a generation that is not self-reliant at all. It, they're self-absorbed. And self. Well, yeah. Well, we all are at this point. But I mean, they they've been, you know, raised in this ethic that this country is bad, 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 and you're uh, not on the cool side of things if you don't believe this country is bad, 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 and racist and all this crap. That is one hundred percent right. And and again, these are people who live the benefits of this country. And have and don't even realize it because there's this also a certain level of entitlement that, uh, frankly, a lot of bad parenting <laughs> also contributed to, and and you know they're, they're, they truly are I think going to be a lost generation. Well, I got a story you can talk about when coming up that'll I, I think even illustrates that more. But 
they're a very troubling generation well, and there's of people. A, there's a huge – look, here's the deal. There, there's, a, uh, there's a lot of different factors that play into that. I, I said education is doing it. Education is a, probably the biggest factor, but certainly – Parents who are screwed up, who believe this country sucks down to their core, they teach their kids this time and again. The media. You can't turn on a CNN or an ABC. That's why I rail against these people, where they don't uh, purposefully edit a story to make make the United States of America the bad guy. And all these stories. Look what they're doing with the border. Look what they're doing with the border, right? Anybody who actually believed in the structural foundations of this country, the fact that in order to have a nation, you have to have a strong border, and constitutionally the president is charged and he takes an oath to protect that border, would say, hey, look, we have to seal that border up. Anybody who would believe in the structural foundations of this country would believe in a tight, tightly controlled border, but that's not the way the media plays it. America's bad because we're trying to control the border. And look at these people. They're drowning down there because we're trying to control the river and all those kind of things. America sucks because we don't want these people to come in. Well, right. And, and if, that's your, if that's the message coming from the institutions surrounding your kid and that the, the institutions your kid is, is passing through, and worse than, you know, being messed up and, and dictating this stuff to them politically, if you're just not parenting at all, guess who is the parent? Well, well they are. The schools, sure. the government, all these institutions that are giving them this flawed idea of this country, and that's what they come up with. Their parent is TikTok. Well, I promise I'll get funny in a few minutes, but this, I, I, in regards to what we were just talking about with, you know, the this Gallup, these Gallup numbers on young people and... They really don't understand patriotism. They don't participate in it. They have a dim view of this country. Eighteen, only eighteen percent was the number that stuck out in my head. Yep. Of Americans across the board uh, are very proud of this country. Uh, we have a very, in regards to that and how disconnected that generation is, we have this really disturbing story out of New Jersey, uh, where we have a bus monitor, twenty-seven-year-old woman. And uh, so it doesn't really state outright in the articles I read what her specific position is with the school, but she must be a teacher or a teacher's assistant. She's 27. She's almost 30. And she's doing bus monitor duty, and she has a six-year-old with special needs who is in a wheelchair. Uh, gets a kid on the bus. That's her job is to monitor this kid specifically. Uh puts a seatbelt on her uh, attached to the bus. There's a, a strap they're supposed to hook to the back of the wheelchair. So if uh, the with the motion of the bus, the wheelchair doesn't roll because if the wheelchair rolls, then the strap, the, the, the seatbelt, will squeeze in on the kid. Well, she didn't do that. She didn't hook this thing up. A uh, monitor is sitting there right They got her on surveillance camera, on the bus camera. Grown-ass adult is sitting there with the earbuds in, staring at her phone. Six-year-old, the the bus hits a bump, the wheelchair rolls, the seatbelt begins to strangle the six-year-old kid. Six-year-old kid, you can I, I haven't watched the video. I don't want to watch it, so I'm trusting what they say. But the kid starts kicking, tries to kick the window. This goes on for the 14-minute drive to where the school that they're going to or coming from or whatever it is. And it's not until the bus stops and this person is supposed to get up and get this kid off the bus that she realizes the kid is dead, mm-hmm. strangled to death. Correct. While she sat maybe two and a half feet, two feet away from this child with the earbuds on looking at her phone. That's disturbing because 
that's the generation. I mean, I, I stare at my phone a lot. My wife, she's, you know, we're grown-ass adults. We stare at our phones a lot. But we're also aware of what the hell's going on around us. This generation, half the time, they have no idea what's going on around them. She had no, she never looked up. Just for one second, had she just looked up for one second in that 14 minutes, she would have seen what was going on. Did you, uh, do, do you, on your phone on Sundays, I get a report. Do you get a report that shows what you do on your phone, the activity no. on your phone? No. It's a wonderful thing. Right. And I'm Android, so I don't know if everybody that's Android gets this thing. But it shows you how much screen time you spent, like right, X right. amount of time on this day, that day, X amount w- watching this, X amount looking at that. It's really a kind of a cool thing. I kind of blew it off at first, but now it's kind of interesting because you can actually see what right. you're doing and when you're doing it, how much you're doing. There's another school bus story, and I saw the video of this. Same thing you're talking about. School bus driver looking at her phone. Little kid gets off. Maybe, I don't know. Five years old? I don't know, something like five or six. Little little kid, little girl, gets off the bus. It's time to go. School bus driver still looking at her phone. She closes the door, but the little girl hadn't made it out all the way. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. So her jacket gets trapped in the door. School bus driver is looking at her phone, closes the door, kid's jacket, kid can't go anywhere. School bus driver sets the phone down and takes off. Oh, my God. With the little girl outside. Being dragged? Dragged. Ooh. Dragged. And she's in the school bus driver. Now, the door is right there. Right. She never looks down. She's driving along. A kid being dragged outside. Now, the parents ended up with a huge amount of money sure. from, from the school yeah. district because I, 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 I fear the little girl died, I think. I don't know. But. What the hell? What is wrong with people? I look. I and, and by the way, just to pick me up, the, this bus monitor has been charged with manslaughter. So she well, should you know, be. She's, yeah, I agree. Um, I see it every day. I mean, don't you? I I, I tell you, it gets me when I'm driving home and I see somebody pulling uh, driving past me who's got the earbuds in while they're driving. Sean, I, how I, do you hear what the hell is going on don't. when you're driving with the earbuds in? I ride a motorcycle. Right. And I try not to ride into town. I do it in the morning sometime. Because it's the middle of the night. Sure. And fewer cars. I never do it during the day. I always just go to the hill country and get away. Because I can't tell you how many times people will just pull over on you. And they oh, yeah. have, they're, they're just, you know, farting around, doing whatever. It's not just phones. Because a lot of people do a lot of other things. There was a woman yesterday who pulled it right in front of me. And when I got up next to her, she had opened up. A, you know, like a can of Coke or something in her hand, and when she did, she jerked the steering wheel over. <laughs> but that was more important to her than driving. Right, right. It's, it's, what the hell is wrong with people? It's, we're, we're, and we're, we all do it to a certain extent. We're, we're a very distracted bunch of people right now with the little, little glowy things in our hands. And, it, you know, it, when it gets to the point, though, where you're supposed to be watching kids. Yeah. And you gotta listen to your jams. Yeah. That it's so important to make sure you got your your nut your buds in, and you're looking at your phone, or yeah, playing a game, or playing watching game. TV, or whatever the hell you're doing. That's right. That's right. And the world could be burning around you. I mean, how many how many stories have we read of people looking at their phones and they walk into an open manhole? No, it happens all the time. <laughs> or you the know. funniest ones were when they would walk into a fountain in a mall. There was one chick that walked into yeah. a freaking fountain, at, man, at, at a mall. Yeah, in a mall, just walking along, bam. Next thing you know, she's wet. Good. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a bit of reality yeah. for you. UFO day up at Congress, too. This is Oh, a, that's today! It's a busy day at yes. Congress. Not only are you got the whole, uh, uh, let's see, it's uh, Mayorkas today that they're going to be asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also, <laughs> it's UFO day. Oh, I got to write, I forgot about that. I got to write that down. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you get it? Yeah, I got it. Uh, <laughs> Christopher Mellon, the former uh, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence, said that UFO whistleblower David Grutch, <laughs> a former intelligence official, is set to drop explosive new testimony before cars. Here, here, the bottom line is, check this out. Back in the 1930s, UFO crashes in Italy. So Pope Pius XIII gets together with Mussolini, and they recover the UFO. Hide the UFO until the mid-1940s when the war is over. We come into the information that they've got this UFO. Right. Now, I don't know if it's at the Vatican or where. I'm Seriously, I don't. Nobody knew. But um, And maybe that's going to come out in the testimony today, but finally we ended up with it. And what these guys are going to tell Congress today, under oath, Sean Ryman, under oath, and these are guys that served in the military and the intelligence community for years, and there's other guys that are going to be uh, testifying today that flew airplanes that saw these things. Right. And they're going to tell <clears throat> Congress today that we have a collection of UFOs that we have recovered. Our Pentagon. Our Pentagon. Right. Not the Italians, but the U.S. Pentagon has collected fragments of crashed UFOs and whatever, and we have them. We have them in storage. I, I've heard that they, you know... I. I've heard multiple things. Uh, I've been kind of tracking this for a lot of years. I've always been kind of fascinated by by this whole UFO thing. Uh, frankly, ever since I saw Close Encounters of the Third Kind, I believe because you've heard before. I believe they have material that they've recovered, which could be just a tiny little fragment of something, and they just simply cannot identify what it is and where it came from because it's not of this earth. So I I don't know that I believe they have actual spacecraft or bodies or you've heard that for a lot of years. Because I just don't believe that many people over that many generations would keep that crap secret. I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't believe it. I believe what's more telling since we've entered into, shall we say, the modern era of GPS and the way we are able to look at stuff when you're flying around in a jet airplane, I believe they've seen a lot of crap and have a lot of video of stuff that just doesn't make any sense by our own current technology. Well, what they're going to say today is they have recovered technology. Technology, right. That's not of this earth. Right. So that wouldn't fit with the theory of it's just a, a, a little fragment. If they've got technology that's not of this earth, what they're saying is it's some sort of technological advance that, that we don't have. Right, but you could observe that. They, they, the Foo Fighters, so, these guys have always seen, where they have uh, video footage from a, from a jet, from a military plane, yeah. and they see a thing that can hover above the yeah. water. It, yeah. it goes against the laws of physics. Yeah. It, it doesn't. Yeah. It moves instantly and in any direction right. it wants to go. Yeah. So that would be technology they can't explain. Well, I want to go for a ride, so if you're there and you're listening uh, somewhere out in space, let's go for a ride. I'm ready. Take Come me, get bay. me, man. You yeah. can do all the experiments you That's want. Right. Come get me. Uh, f- but if you're going to experiment on me, give me an epidural first. Uh, f- See how you are. <laughs> you, you, you you're going to get the, the tattoo, cream. and you're yeah. going yeah. 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 to the numbing cream yes. to get your t- I won't I allow it. It's I un-American. Am. I am. I'm not going to allow it. I am. It's called Don Julio. <laughs> Flannery Associates, a limiting, uh, a, limited, a limited liability company registered in Delaware. 
has purchased around 52,000 acres of farmland near Travis Air Force Base in Solano County, about 60 miles northeast of San Francisco. It's a billion dollars worth of land (laughs) right up next to our Air Force Base. They will not... (laughs) They will not disclose who their investors are. Hey, you know, we have some foreigns and we have some Americans. I bet they sound like they have Chinese names. Yes, they like lemon chicken. (laughs) Uh, After a Chinese company bought 300 acres of farmland near a U.S. Air Force Base in Grand Forks, North Dakota, so sensitive drone technology there that Biden allowed the balloon to fly over and take pictures of, the Journal reported at least 20 parcels of land bought up by Flannery Associates around the California base, the largest wing of the Air Force Air Mobility Command. So if you don't want our airplanes taken off that could defend the United States, well, you might want to have a billion dollars <laughs> worth of property right next door so you could shoot them out of the air before they get off the ground. China's not going to have to fire a single shot. They're nope. just going to buy us. They're just well, buying they're already us. doing that. <laughs> they, they own all of our debt. Yeah. And if they ever call it due, you know, if they right. ever repossess the country, which is exactly what they're going to show up right. with a tow truck in the middle of the night well, they, and just tow us off. Tow us off. They already owe all, <laughs> own all the farmland, right. practically. I mean, you know. Well, and all the debt. And they, all the they debt. bought up all the debt. Uh, also, uh, ruling U.S. District Judge Reggie uh, Walton in Washington, D.C., says a military judge, Jeffrey Nance, who presided over the court martial of Bo Bergdahl, who mm. served with dignity and honor, <laughs> said Susan Rice five sure. times on the same set. She's same got a wonky order. definition of honor. Yeah. Failed to disclose that he had applied to an executive uh, job of in- immigration judge during the Trump years. In other words, in other words... The Bo Bergdahl court-martial conviction has been thrown out. And we're surprised. (laughs) So we traded killers, which is something the Democrats always do. They they loved swapping out killers and terrorists for good people. For a guy who walked off from his post on purpose. Oh, right, right, yeah. He deserted. He's a deserter. We used to shoot deserters. We don't do that anymore, but we used to shoot deserters. He, He, as a deserter, left his post. And guys who went to try to find him, his brother, he thought were his, or they thought were, he was their brother. They were injured in the in the search and recovery mission of Bo Bergdahl, and this guy gets to walk scot free and have it expunged. Well, he went tranny though, didn't he? And he started wearing uh, a dress. Wasn't that that guy? Same Bo, Bo Bergdahl. Wasn't that him? Didn't he? Uh, I thought I same guy. Him. I thought he was the same guy that uh, afterwards he started uh, coming are you, out. Are you as thinking a Chelsea Manning? Uh, maybe I am. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I'd have what, to was Bradley up. Manning, now Chelsea to, Manning? Right. Oh, that's right. I got my traitors mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. Uh, one of these days, Joe's going to start wearing a dress. He might at night. Who knows? I Look, I keep trying to advise the Castro brothers. You guys really want to be relevant again. Uh, start wearing dresses, dudes. Well, no, what they ought to do is one, one continue on as a man and the other wear a dress and then hang out together and you try to differentiate which is which. Wow. Which one, which, would, which one is the tranny? We'd still be able to know by the part in the hair. <laughs> and the beard. And the beard. Scratchy, scruffy. You know, apart from the fact that I gave you crap for the numbing lotion that you want to use when you get your tattoo. That I'm I, going to use. I have one more thing, one more issue I have to bring up with you. Okay. And I need to speak for the silent majority out there. I need to stand with them for a moment. You're scaring that, me. You're starting to sound when like you, my wife. When you were when I was driving in, I heard you telling a story about your motorcycle, how you dropped Betty or whatever, you know, which hat, you know, and you had to pick her up. And yeah. which, by the way, was an amazing feat. Those things are really freaking heavy. Yeah, they are. 
But I heard you say something, Trey, and it's, yeah. it's bothered me ever since. I'm sorry to bother you. You said that it is your routine uh, when you drive Betty or ride Betty to work that you roll the motorcycle away from your home so I you do. can start it up and it won't wake Nancy. Correct. And that then you correct. said this, Trey. You yeah. said, I don't care if it wakes up my neighbors. I don't. I'd like to speak for your neighbors for just one Please second do. here. Okay, because, you yeah. know, yeah. somebody's got to speak for your neighbors, Please Trey. Do. Stand up for them. What time do you get up? What time do you fire that thing up? Uh, it's about uh, 1231 o'clock. 1231 in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your neighbors are trying to sleep. They are. They're good Americans. They are. And they got to uh, wake that, up. Wait a minute. Go back to the good Americans. <laughs> and your, your motorcycle. <laughs> you're just digging that hole deeper, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. No, I you don't care. You fire that thing up, and you wake their asses up, and I you do. don't care. They uh, don't. Uh, you know. No, no, I seriously don't. You know why? Why? Because I'm not sleeping with any of them. You know why? Because none of them are preparing my meals and putting it on the table. You know what I mean? I'm, I don't have to they're eat just anything Americans they're serving me. Trying to live so, the American dream like you are, so, and you wake their asses up every day. I know day. I'm not going to be poisoned because I'm not eating any food that they're serving on don't my table. Don't you care about and, their ability to get some sleep, too? Not at all. Oh. And and I do not sleep with these people. <laughs> so, you know. And well, I'm you not, know what? They're not sleeping anyway because of you. Well, because of you, man. I don't care. I don't, it doesn't matter. It takes wow. a village, Trey. I'm not going to grow old staring at their face. You know what I mean? <laughs> The face I'm going to grow old staring at, I want to well, make sure she gets plenty of sleep. As far as Trey's neighbors, you know who you are. Sean's here for you. Yeah, okay? Sean I feel has got your, you covered. I feel your pain. Because uh, I'll tell you what, if my neighbor fires up the lawnmower at noon on a Saturday, I'm pissed off. Well, and that's the thing. Let, let me tell you what. We can, we can. well, you know what they do to me? Noon. Is they go out this time of year at 8.30 or 9 o'clock at night and mow their yard. And guess who's trying to sleep at 8.30 Well, I think they ought to mow their, their yards. Well, you know, I think they ought to mow their yards a little more. Them, they do, they already little, do. Little, little pushback They here, do it buddy. every day. It's like, how, how many times eater. a day do you need to mow your stinking yard? Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, you I'm, know, thinking of, I'm thinking I'm going to get a Harley to wake up my neighbor at 2 What is wrong with you so, people? Well, because you you know, I, have, I have a neighbor on one side of me that, that, that thinks he can play the drums. <laughs> And every night about 9 o'clock. Good oh, Lord, no. what's wrong with this man? I, what, what's wrong no. with him? He has no rhythm. Yeah, he he no. plays drums God. like white people dance. That's it's terrible. <laughs> and I can play drums. Yeah. I play drums. Do you play yeah. drums? Not anymore, oh, but I, I did. Yeah. I can go over there and show him. Yeah. You know, I, and my, my driveway is an incline, so I have to push it uh, I'm just making sure she appreciates this. I have to push it up. Push it up. I push it up. It's like it's like a 90 degree incline out of my driveway. Straight, you don't have a 90 degree straight, incline. Straight, straight, straight up. You're going up a hill. Come on, come on, come on. Let me go with oh, me. On this. Okay. Straight up the hill and into the street where it sets and it. Or it's, you? It's a tough thing to do. Fire I, it up and. But wake I make up. a sacrifice for her. For her. Wow. At, right. at the sacrifice of your neighbors getting a good yeah, night's absolutely. sleep. I'm just saying somebody has to speak for them, Trey. I'm glad You're, you do. One heck <laughs> of a fellow over there, Trey Ware. I, I am magnanimous. What? What? Well, wait a minute. What is my? What is my new road name? What did you guys call me? Captain Chaos. Chaos. There I am. Thank Mr. You. McWake me up with his bike. Uh, <laughs> I am Captain wear. Chaos. Captain I'm putting Chaos. that on the bike. I am going to have a sign made, and Betty is going to wear a sign, Captain Chaos. And there's some guy out there who's got to get up at 5 a.m. going, oh, there goes Captain Chaos Look at this again. right here. I cut my freaking arm right this morning. Oh. When she fell over, I'm bleeding profusely from my – can you see that? Barely. 
Did you have any oh, numbing cream? Yeah, she put yeah, some yeah, numbing sorry. cream I on did. that. Sorry got about your boo boo, Marianne. I did. I got some numbing cream. I got some methylate and I put it on. Some methylate. Some monkey blood and I put we it on. We may have to cut that arm right off, Trey. MRSA is real. I'm telling you. But let me tell you boys what. Let me tell you boys something. I picked that motorcycle up all by myself. Yes, you did. That's impressive. I'll give you that. I reached down and I said, get up, girl. This is why I don't drive motorcycles. I don't like vehicles to tip over uh, as much as possible. Get up, baby. Get up right now. You get up. And she did. She stood right up. All I had to do was tell her that. Because I have that effect on women, too. They (laughs) they do exactly what I tell them to do. (laughs) What? Get up. Oh, my God. And that no. Motorcycle, you know what? I just up. No. And that motorcycle you didn't stood, just say that. I did. And I said, get up. And that motorcycle stood right I think up. he's drinking the numbing cream. Yeah, I think somebody's <laughs> drinking. Someone's got a little numb in the brain there. He swallowed the iodine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're playing my kid's song. That means I have to leave now. Yeah. Yes, hey, it was nice knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> Remember. Wearing Morgan in the morning tomorrow. <laughs> Remember, I'll be floating in the pool. <laughs> yeah, face down. That's oh right. Oh, my God. Love you, San Antonio. Bye.